This is Detective Broyko, and this is what happened on previous episodes of Bad Rule Models. What if, all, what if all of his football prep talks were just negative? Guys, we're not going to get out of this one winning at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So you know, because your tentacles are quivering, that these are not friendly missiles. Mm. Oh, darn. Yeah. These are, in fact, angry missiles. <laughs> Maybe they're following his flatulence. <laughs> I that way. I forgot. That's a good idea. Um, no. <laughs> Thanks, game master. You're lots of help. I'd ask God to intervene, but I know that he's busy golfing right now. Oh yeah, right. My yeah. opinion of. God has dropped precipitously knowing that he's a golfer. Welcome to Bad Role Models, where we torture ourselves for your amusement by playing role-playing games that aren't Dungeons & Dragons from the 1980s in their original first edition forms. We're still doing the first edition of the early 80s superhero RPG classic Villains and Vigilantes, and we're making our way through the module, the island of Dr. Apocalypse. And last week we faced off against some missiles mostly, and then we kind of met some robots. And that's about where we're at right now. So let's pick it up. I also want to quickly thank the cast member and social media person extraordinaire, Kim Hill, who plays Katya, for taking over the reins last week. She did a great job, and I'm much appreciative. Anyway, let's go on with the show. So now the robot attempts to get himself unhugged and he struggles in your grasp and you still have him pinned in your layers and layers of intertwined tentacles wrapped around his midsection and binding his limbs. Great, great. Okay. Oh, and there's this missile that hasn't exploded yet? It's, it's uh, sort of fizzing there. Yes, it hasn't exploded. Where did where did the missiles come from? Should we find their source and destroy it? Ah, that's a very interesting question, isn't it? That is a very good question. What what direction did the missiles come from? They came from the direction of the sea. Okay. They, they literally came from the sea? Is they the, came from the direction of the sea. Okay. Is there a uh, like a trail of smoke or whatever where they came from? Um, not where you can see because you're currently on the ground underneath the forest canopy wrestling with a deadly golden robot. Oh yeah. <laughs> ah. Okay. You know, um, you know, I think that Troy has a really smart point about those missiles. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to uh, head in that direction. And, uh, okay. So. Katya flies with the power of her jet boots high into the sky, far out over the ocean. You can go pretty fast, I believe, accelerating to fantastic G-forces with just your boots. And you can see from your vantage point that there is indeed a trail of smoke, of a of missile exhaust which terminates at mollusk master's 
battered frame, but which begins far out at sea. And when you bring follow it with your eyes, you can see out in the middle of the ocean, there is something protruding, something sticking above the water, something man-made and sinister. Uh. All right, Mullis Master, now it is your turn. You have a tiger by the tail, a golden, beautiful robot tiger by the tail. What do you do now as it stares at you eye to eye with glowering robotic animus? I'm going to just <clears throat> hold it forward and just fly straight for the missile with it, you know. There is, oh, oh the missile is in the ground. Yeah, the one in the ground that hasn't exploded. I'm just going to fly oh, 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 I see. fast as I can, skimming above the ground, just holding it forward, just going to fly into the missile. Are you planning to impale him on the missile? And hopefully That's it'll blow up, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Master, continue rolling that d20 in your hands until it becomes to a point of fruition. Yeah, well, I got a seven. So. And what's your agility? Uh, five. Yes, you you wrestle with that robot and you throw him on the ground, and the two of you roll about on the ground like lovers from a 1970s romance movie. Starring Brooke Shields <laughs> and Warren Beatty. Right. Now the robot rolls. The robot jerks one of his golden arms out of your embrace, your cold, mollusky, wrapping embrace, and he knocks you across the face with one of his elbows. And it is nine points of damage. Wow. So subtract another nine from your armor. Very well. Now, for those of you who are not Mollusk Master, what do you care to do? Oh. Can we open a portal and like where Mollusk Master? I, I think we should open a portal and reconnoiter and 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 uh, team up again as a group, and then decide what we're going to do about where the missiles are coming from, which yeah. I think would be a battleship. But that's just me. Ooh, that's a good. Yeah. Hi. Yes. You're, you're, you're hot tonight. Hey, I'm fine. So you open the portal that goes back to where you were before you had opened that previous portal. Yes, I realize it looks indecisive, but the world is a complicated <laughs> place. That's why there's Pepsi and Diet Pepsi, Game Master. <laughs> you open up the portal. Who wants to go through? I'll go through. Blizzard goes through. Excellent. Welcome, Blizzard. <laughs> Who else goes through? Do you go through, Troy? Of course. Now Troy and Blizzard are standing in the forest in front of a swirling energy portal, looking down at Mullis Master and the and the golden robot in and you see nothing but a tangle of golden limbs and gray-green tentacles and slime. Yeah. Quite a lot of forest detritus is sticking to the mucousy 
the skin of Mullis Master. It's a pretty wild time. Yeah. Little bits of coconuts and papaya and stuff. Yes, Blizzard has made a movement, but Blizzard can still have an action. Hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to try. Can I do like vibratory powers on like a robot and try to like knock some robot parts apart? Yes. Yes, you can. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try to do that. 13. Oh, God. 19. This is. Your your vibrational powers stir up detritus on the ground. Meanwhile, Katyev flies arrowing over the ocean, and you do get fairly close. What do you see? It looks like some sort of metal tower that is simply protruding above the waves. It is bristling with antenna and radar dishes. Is it like a lighthouse? It looks a little like a lighthouse, except no lighthouse you know is topped with missile batteries. Huh. Good point. Chickening out, I don't have the balls to go out there all on my own. Katya's heading back towards where the the mollusk man and the metal man are fighting, and the metal man goes ahead and smacks Mellis Master with his elbow again for seven damage. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, 59, so I just have to take seven damage off the armor. Okay. Now, what do you do, Mellis Master? Kind of power blast him in close range, but try to knock him into the missile, you know, with the help uh, well, of, the, of the force of a power blast. You will need to roll 15 or under with a d20. Oh, good, okay. Oh, good, okay, I got a 14. All right. Yeah. Now, before you roll for damage, roll another agility check for me. With your D20. D20, yeah, okay. Okay, I got a 12. But I'm prepared to take a little damage. I now roll damage. Uh, I got a 1. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you hit him solidly with that (laughs) 1. You, you, your power blast, it sort of mostly kind of hits him, and he... As you are holding him, he's with his his robot head swiveled around to look at you. One of his robot eyebrows just kind of raises a little bit questioningly. All right. Now, who else would care to do something now that you're all there together? Yes. Brazil. Sounds Our good. hearts are braving in June, <laughs> beneath an autumn moon, Brazil, Brazil. You know, actually I actually own, own the soundtrack to that, that movie, Brazil, and it, the entire soundtrack is just different variations of the song Brazil. 
Yeah. It's amazing soundtrack because it's just one song, yeah. different variations. Yeah. Yes, they call it Brazil, but it's the soundtrack they play in hell. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just going to try to do the old faithful, put some ice on the, the ground and hope Mollus Massacre kind of levitates above it, see if we can get their robot to just fall over. Uh, seven? Seven. Yes, that's, uh, that's about uh, 20 or, uh, square feet of ice on the forest floor. Um, Unless they're happy. Troy, what would you care to do? I'm going to take a power blast at the golden robot. Very good, Troy. Use your power blast. Ah, 18. <laughs> yes, you do not want to be high. Now, Katya, that looks like fantastic pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter. Yes. What do you care to do, Katya? You, this turn, you arrive. You alight into the clearing beneath the forest canopy, and you see before you a rather sad visage of two superheroes just kind of standing around and then a superhero who appears to be trying to wrestle a robot and just kind of, or maybe making out with it it's hard to say just kind of rolling around but it's very artful because it's 70s like uh like you yes, said like a 70s movie as you look there's this, the little petals falling out of little flower petals falling out of the forest canopy, yeah. and everything looks a little f fuzzy and gauzy and softly lit. There's right. pastel everywhere. Somewhere in the distance, Lionel Richie sings. Yeah. <laughs> which which song? Brazil. We stood Perhaps. beneath an moon. Perhaps he's singing Penny Lover. I am not sure. They're okay. all good. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm. In, when it comes to combat, I'm pretty predictable, so I'm just gonna hit him with the old power blast. Ah, yes, um, the good old power blast. You as well. We'll need to roll fourteen or under. The thing that the thing about the power blast is it comes in of a wide variety of colors and, you know, textures. So it's really yeah, not it's a four five. It, it is extruded from different orifices. You said five? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, That's my ancestors that. in the 2000s say about that TMI. <laughs> 14. 14. 14. I'm so sorry about the microphone. All right. Wasn't that bad? So as you as you point your power onk at the robot, the rays emanating from that mystical symbol of life strike that robot who is a mystical symbol of robotic death and blows him out of Mollusk Master's grip and he slides across blizzard's ice. Scattering like some sort of curling stone from some strange Midwestern sport and tumbling 
across the ice, he collides with the half-buried fizzing missile and causes it to explode, cutting him in half. Two different sides of that robot spinning off into the trees, a head and torso side and a leg and hip side, and they land. And And as he lands, his robotic eyebrow rises sardonically and then he, he collapses all right you are no longer in combat heroes you have vanquished your foe who you can only hope was evil <laughs> well if he has a sardonic eyebrow then uh he must be evil Perhaps it was some hipster who just happened to be robotic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to check the wreckage for ironic t-shirts. Well, so now you stand there, heady from your fight. What do you do now? Get the fuck out of sight. (laughs) Flee back into the the cover of the jungle. We, we, uh, uh, or... Take some damage. Like, is there anything? Is there anything explosive nearby? Katya's looking desperately for something to just destroy before she, before they, um, anything that she could might might, might be able to fuck up, up from a distance, like a like a gas tanker, tankard. Um, yes, there is a parked forklift near the the hangar building close by. It has a propane tank. Um, attached to the back. They do use propane to keep down the carbon monoxide emissions in enclosed warehouse spaces. Hey, let's go together. Oh, I'll grab it. You cover me while we while we run. Just... Okay. All right. You run through the piles of blasted apart robot parts in uh, over the the line that separates the jungle from the military base. And you're, sorry, Katya, are you using your, your jet boots to go there or are you just, just running? I'm just, I'm using my jet boots. So Katya zooms ahead and everybody else has pitter-patter of feet as they go run as fast as they can across, across <laughs> the tarmac. Katya gets to the propane tank first. Now, do you know how to unhitch a propane tank from a forklift? <laughs> Are you asking me, did I bring my Allen wrenches? <laughs> Does it take an Allen wrench? That's... Maybe you should... Uh, I, 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 how do you care to proceed? If your next question involves metric and imperial, I'm going to get really mad at you. <laughs> me? Oh, next question is, how many fluid ounces are there in a 55-gallon <laughs> drum of propane? Uh-huh. <laughs> is 20 pounds of propane more or less than 40 kilos of propane? Fuck. Wow, we are not... I'm so pissed off right now. <laughs> 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 How heavy is the forklift? Because what if Troy just picked up the forklift with the propane? Yes. No, we. <laughs> One moment while I 
Duck, duck, go the question, weight of forklift. <laughs> Could be one of the smaller forklifts. Uh... So mad right now. This is possibly your most riveting adventure yet. <laughs> yes, it is 9,000 pounds, several times the weight of, a, of your average automobile. Oh, so when you say propane tank, it's huge. No, no the propane tank, that's the weight of a forklift. Propane tanks are, are merely very heavy. Okay, I'll tell you what. Maybe uh, I can use my transmutation power to just maybe turn the latches into air so it'll come off. Yeah, that's a good idea. Do you, do you feel that that's a good thing to do with a bunch of um, uh, hose fittings that contain volatile propane? Well, I'm just curious. We're just going to blow the propane tank up. It doesn't have to be in pristine condition. Okay, well, uh, yeah, that's a good point. What if we just steer the forklift somewhere and blow up to whatever nearest thing? Mm -hmm. You know? oh, what if we let it what if we started it and aimed it and it just it yeah. was just like yeah 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 okay comic style yeah yeah, that's yeah, yeah just like beep so you know how to turn on a forklift oh. yeah yeah i do i do well we do have experience we did it last time at the crusader citadel thank you how different can they be in the operation i, I think that one was electric <laughs> Do we, and, you know, maybe we could I just sort of melt. Katya, you, you, you are confident that the your previous experience with, <laughs> with forklifts is adequate for this situation? Absolutely, yeah. Are you going yeah. to as a CEL license now, Game Master? <laughs> my, my unbridled fury is pushing me to uh, uh, problem solve this bitch. So Katya hops into the forklift seat and she immediately reaches behind her to get the hard hat helmet to put on to be perfectly safe, <laughs> as OSHA requires. She quickly finds the keys that are hidden behind the visor of the, uh, the forklift. She simply flips down the visor, the key falls in her lap, she puts them into the ignition, shifts it into forward and wedges a piece of robot part underneath the acceleration pedal and jumps out at it after she aims it. Where did you aim it, Katya? At the uh, far building with the, uh, with the cables coming out of it. At the far building with the cables. And like lightning, that forklift trundles across the, the yard. Beep, 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 beep. I should point out now that in the forks, it actually is holding uh, an entire pallet of tropical fruit. I bet we're about to find out that this fruit is feeding school children. Hungry school yeah. children <laughs> depriving them of a nutritious meal. Right, it's like so, a breakfast program or something. I'm know. still going to destroy the fruit, but uh, just just calling it. One thing we know for certain, though, it is not nutrients going to robots. That's Very true. well. Now, what do you do? It's, it'll be another minute and a half before it hits the building. A minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> 
read a book. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to uh, stay uh, uh, hidden, trying to stay innocuous. And, oh, I'm, I'm trying to get close enough so that when my power blast, to be able to hit it with my power blast. So uh, I'm going to follow it a little bit just to make sure that I'm in striking distance. And you, you hover, you hover within 120 inches and times five per feet. And now you roll your your attack, your power blast. Uh huh. It's a moving target, so it's um, not quite a stationary target, which is an automatic hit. Okay. 15. That hits. Congratulations. Ooh. And there is a concussive, concussive explosion as the propane goes up and a piece of wall collapses. All right. And some some windows chatter on nearby buildings. Ooh, sounds good. Uh, can we can we see inside the building, Game Master? Um, it looks like a building from where you are. You can't see very far in. I th the the corner that you blew out is actually part of the the lockers and restrooms. Oh no. Is it smelly? It is the restrooms are filled with robot poop. Oh. That's not yeah. smelly at all. It's interesting and that the, that there are restrooms for robots. Well, it's, it was originally for uh, the American service men and women stationed at this base. What? How do we know that? Whoa. That probably came up and I just wasn't paying attention. Yes, you, you, that did come up earlier. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wait. Yes, we, we, just, we discussed how uh, American servicemen and women defecate for length at the previous uh, game. Yes. It's just they, been a while. They've replaced our fighting men and women of the American Armed Services with robots. And, uh, I will I will proceed into the hall that has been blasted, and everyone can can walk behind me. And the cool thing is, we're gonna be walking in with all this cool smoke around us, and we'll just be walking in kind of like in slow motion, you know? Yeah. With our charismatic uh, tank at the head. So much like a memorable scene in Dazed and Confused. Yeah. When they, when they go to the pool hall. <laughs> yeah. And so, goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Blizzard, what do you uh, what do you say? Are you with them? I'm with them. I'm right behind. So Troy and Mullis Master saunter into the locker room through the blasted open hole in the wall, and they. Oh, it's rude. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Something like that. But. Yes, indeed. That's all. And they are pure sass as they do it. And they open up <laughs> the door that leads out into the main part of the building or 
that at least leads out of the locker room. And they open it up and they see behind it a room filled with high-powered cabling and electronics and control boards, blinking lights with switches and knobs and dials and several individuals who are clearly unique individuals are standing at the boards in their jumpsuits and when the door opens they turn swivel towards you they point their fingers and say it's terrorists Bad role models are GM Matthew Bay, Jamie Maness as Troy, Kim Hill as Katya, Freddie Mercenary as Bitwitch, Nikki Drayden as Blizzard, and me, S.G. Wilson, as Mullis Master. So, we do some podcasts other than this one. There's This Week in the Multiverse, and there's this fishing podcast called Last Cast Podcast. Also, Nikki Drayden of NikkiDrayden.com. You can find books of hers there and on Amazon. And same with myself. Check out sgwilson.net, and you can find out more about the books I've written or go to Amazon and other places or what have you. Anyway, stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be slowly getting closer to the end of this module. You won't want to miss it. Otherwise, stay bad and keep on rolling. <laughs>